Good afternoon and welcome to NFTs Live. I'm your host, Tyler D. It is Tuesday, January 25th, a frigidly cold day here in Chicago. The crypto markets are cold as well. They've been bleeding the last few days. Stock market's bleeding too. But guess what? NFTs are strong. Maybe as strong as ever. We'll hit that on today's show. We've got a ton to cover on the list for today. We're going to start right there. The crypto bear market and does it equal an NFT bull market. Then we're going to talk the bored apes going nuclear on the ape token rumors. Punks back from the dead and flying this morning. We're going to talk about treasures, bullish unlock for the magic token and their launch of the bridge world game. Then we're going to go around the horn on our typical segments. We're going to hit the weekend market movers, looking at the IC tools board. We're going to check in on one of ones along with the PFP and art blocks floors. And then we're going to end the show uh, talking about the upcoming cool pets drop a ton to cover. Sound good. Let's get started. All right. Our top story is the bear market for crypto. So for anyone who's been following it over the long weekend, both, ETH and Bitcoin crashed about 30%. It was total blood in the streets. And then there was a bit of hesitation uh, over the weekend on whether or not NFTs would be impacted. But so far, the early results are showing that NFTs are fairly decoupled or if anything, are performing well uh, related to this dip. So let's take a look at some of the data. I'm going to pull up the the Dune Analytics OpenSea dashboard, uh, our, our trusty dashboard. We, we check in on this most Tuesdays. Uh, a quick caveat. So we're showing $3.69 billion in volume so far this month, which is our all-time high month. This is actually down. I, I think they had a bug in the code, perhaps was double counting some of the Genie or Gem Sweep volume. So this is actually a bit lower than we've shown before, but I think this is accurate. So the good news, January, we still have six days left in the month and we're already at all time highs. And then let's take a look at these daily candles here on the right. So, you know, we started the year out just in, in hyper liquid markets. We crossed that 150 million threshold about a dozen times. So then the markets crashed here over the weekend. Volumes definitely dipped, but they didn't come to a screeching halt. So we're right around the 100 million mark saturday sunday and monday and then today uh, about two-thirds of the way through the day already at 100 million volume so on pace for about 150 million here today so some really really strong numbers here uh with respect to open sea volume and then one other chart i'm just going to quickly show total open sea traders over time we uptick to 1.1 million so this is absolutely going parabolic and continuing to grow rapidly. So some bullish indicators there. Let's take a look at the, the project rankings. So I'm going to pull up the dashboard from flips.finance, uh, one of the best new tools, analytic tools that's kind of entered this space recently. I'm going to scroll down to the, the top 20 project rankings here on their list. So this quick caveat, this doesn't include everything. It doesn't have Kongs, it doesn't have Jim Kongs, but it's a pretty good representation of the top projects. And if you filter uh, decreasing by floor price of the top 20, 13 are in the green on the seven day. So two thirds of projects are up while crypto is down. So definitely call that a win. 
we'll go into more detail on each of these as we get into the individual projects uh, later on. But definitely nice to see the green on the board. And the other trend that jumps out is delistings. Almost everyone's delisting of the top 20, only three are net positive listings. So folks are holding and looking for growth in their projects. So some really strong indicators. Speaking of green, let's talk about bored apes. So they've been going absolutely nuclear over the past few days. It's just up only for that project. Well, the latest is speculation on the ape token. So from my opinion, the ape token is absolutely what is driving the hype for this project and what's launched it from that 50 to 60 ETH range to now sitting at a 93 ETH floor. Well, Captain Kicks at Speculator Art on Twitter last night uh, is talking about rumors are that the latest valuation for BAYC and Yuga Labs is at $5 billion. Just pausing there, this project is nine months old or less, and to already have come up with a $5 billion valuation is just absolutely insane. So shout out to Yuga Labs for having you know, reached this major accomplishment so quickly. The next piece of, of the tweet here is a bit uh, under scrutiny. Hearing additional rumors that VCs are receiving the APE token as part of the deal, this guarantees APE will be a top 50 coin they have launched. And then one of the first comments here from RDM saying he specifically heard that the VCs will not be receiving the APE token. So I think there's a lot of misinformation out there. There's a lot of rumors, of course, and the NFT markets just kind of run on rumors and hype. So that's not a huge surprise. Um, but I would just say for those who are already counting their ape token earnings and equity, just be a little bit cautious, right? We, there's still really a lot of unknowns with what is going to be released here. But man, this ape token has never been more hyped than it is right now. Let's check in on the, the ape floor. We'll go ahead and head over to their OpenSea page. We see 93 floor. There's eight per row here. So how many to 100, 16, less than about 20, 20 listings to get to 100 ETH. It's going to happen. It's probably earlier. I thought it was going to happen by the Super Bowl. It's probably going to happen by Friday, you know, if not sooner. So shout out to everyone who's held this long. What an insane run up this is. But they're not alone. Punks are running as well. So let's go ahead and head over to the sales page. So I woke up to the news that punks have been flying off the shelves. I logged in and it is absolutely the case. So here, just in the last hour, we see 12 sales. If we scroll down here, so there's 12 per row, two, three, four, five, six, seven, about eight rows. So about a hundred punk sales here in the last 24 hours which is tremendously more than they've been seeing on a daily basis for those who have been following this market. So kind of what's been going on? What's the story? So punks started to move earlier in the week. I think the Twitter blue and the hexagon PFP verification has been a big driver for the, the punks bottom. Uh, we've seen several of the NFT OGs who you know, rotate their PFP, their, their Twitter pictures, back to punks and you know showing that verification and i think it's cementing the fact that the crypto punks pfp is still um you know the, the top in the game even if it's below you know the, the bayc we'll we'll hold that argument uh for a later time but 
uh, it was also evidenced by the, the number of male CryptoPunks being bought up, you know, indicative of a male user base buying their first punk for their PFP. There was a point where there was like 10 to 15 straight female punks on the floor. Well, those all got bought up. So you see this run from 69, 69 to 72. It was almost 15 straight females swept up off the floor. That's what really started the run this morning. It was 9x9, who is the, the founder of the SOS OpenDAO project. He, was, he played a big role in this. I think he swept 12 up this morning and started the run. Most of the other activity has been generally on the floor. So we'll just quickly scroll up to see some of the highlights. We see a 3D at 108. We see this, this last sale on the board here at, at 125. I think that's the top sale we've seen today here. Um, I haven't had a chance to look at that one and see what makes it so rare. Um, and then a, a few others above 100, but most of the action at the floor. But the floor was down at 59 or so just a, you know, a week, week and a half ago. It's back up to 76 and moving. So big day for punks. Punks back from the dead. All right. Let's switch gears and talk a bit about treasure. Um, so certainly I've been following this ecosystem very closely. I've written a few articles for Lucky Trader. So quick side, go check those out on luckytrader.com if you haven't already. Um, but they had a lot of big plans for things to roll out in the month of January. So I think we showed this on the show a few weeks back, January 16th. In the next few weeks, we're launching the Bridge World game, Life, an open sea competitor called Trove, Smallville, and DeFi's first farm inside a farm. So just a, a ton on their plate. Well, they've been executing. And a lot of this has, the speculation is, is that it's been tied to the magic token unlock. So the magic token is the currency for everything in the treasure ecosystem. To buy any of the NFTs uh, for the projects in treasure, you need the magic token. Well, the way the token unlock schedule is set to work, yesterday, the 24th, there was 40 million tokens coming unlocked from the first uh, staking period. That was going to essentially double the circulating supply of tokens. So there was a lot of speculation about how to best play uh, the token ahead of that drop. A lot of folks thought, you know, the token is going to crash when the, the supply is essentially doubled. And that's logical. But there was also some growing hype around it potentially being a bullish unlock and that, you know, the sharper folks, the whales were factoring this in and essentially buying and scooping ahead of this. Well, Let's take a look at the price action, and we don't show, you know, the, the token charts all that much on this show. On the show, but wow, this is going to go down as one of the most bullish unlock scenarios that we've seen uh, in in the early, you know, NFT token space. So here, this is the one hour chart. We show all the way back through about January nineteenth or so. So it was some steady increasing. It was around a three fifty to four dollar floor. As the crypto markets were tanking, as anticipation of this unlock were happening, the token just slowly went down. It got as low as 90 cents yesterday morning after the first big unlock happened. And then we saw the God candles. Huge whale action came in. It, the price almost instantly 3X in just a few hours. It went from 90 cents to 270. It kind of chopped between 250 and three for most of the day yesterday. Then we've seen some uh, additional big buying action today and tokens up to 350. So it's been a great 24 hours for magic token holders. Um, 
but that is not all. The, the list of things going on in Treasure is just getting started. So we survived the unlock. Things are looking good with the magic token. Bridge World launched yesterday at uh, 5 p.m. Central. They, they opened up the metaverse. It's still pretty limited play. Right now, any, anyone who owns a Legion character can start going on a pilgrimage. It takes 24 hours to get your character into the game. And the game should start either later today or later this week. Additionally, the, the staking and the mines will open for additional staking this week. Um, more announcements. That OpenSea competitor, it's called Trove, Treasure Trove. Uh, we have a few more details on that. The idea is <clears throat> it is going to live on Arbitrum. So it will be an L2 marketplace. Um, it's going to have its own curated set of projects. So uh, those who are creating projects will need to essentially apply to the TreasureDAO team to get accepted to be listed on that marketplace. The marketplace will trade in ETH. They do have incentives to incorporate the magic token. Um, I don't I don't have any more details on that, but that is the idea behind that marketplace. So another item of just the big plans going on uh, and additionally a few projects still to, to launch here this month. The last piece that I'll, I'll just briefly show and we'll move on is some of the different staking incentives. Again, this is tied to incentivizing whales to hold the tokens, to stake them up for long periods of time. But anyone who's staking magic gets mining emissions, share of 33% of all the summoning and crafting costs, the, the primary P2E components of the treasure game. They get royalties from the treasure marketplace uh, as well as ETH royalties from this new Trove marketplace. So plenty of incentives out there to stake your magic. So the, the team has clearly thought through uh, the tokenomics and is heavily incentivizing folks to, to buy magic and, and stake it to take part in this ecosystem. All right, a lot of top news there. Let's get into our standard segments. I'm going to take a look at the IC board here. Uh, just give me one second. All right, so let's take a look at the three-day view here. Uh, make sure I'm filtered by volume. Just one second. All right. So let's ignore the, the top two on the board. That uh, is essentially wash trading for the, the Mebits and the Terraformers. We talked about that before. So really the, the biggest mover over the weekend, Azuki, 6,600 ETH traded. Um, it's been a bit of a roller coaster. So the, the floor got past four uh, just yesterday. It, it crashed back down, crash is a strong word. It dipped to 3.2, but back up to 4.4 this morning. I'd say general market sentiment on the Azuki project is quite strong. Um, and folks think it, absolutely could be, you know, a, a next potential blue chip project. Um, it's, it's being classified in that anime style. The anime style is certainly very hot right now, and that could be another, you know, driver for its success. But I think number two, and the one that's surprised me the most is Creeps Genesis. I didn't really even know what this project was just a few days ago. It's done 5,500 ETH. The floor is sitting at nine ETH. <clears throat> which makes it already by floor price, <clears throat> a top 10 project. So, so what is this? I'll read a little bit from the OpenSea page. Um, the Creeps P2E ecosystem helped the overlord invade earth by strategically growing your army, build your pot of Lumi as you conquer earth and upgrade your interdimensional battalion. Um, so essentially this is your quintessential 
P2E DeFi staking type NFT project. Uh, it looks like there's actually uh, a part of what we're seeing here is that several of these NFTs are actually being staked. Uh, they've got that Lumi token tied into this, and I believe some additional NFTs <clears throat> that you can generate from interacting and playing the game. So we knew P2E was going to be hot this year. I, I didn't expect you know this level of just rapid increases in floor prices. I mean, this one, this game is already unattainable uh, for the most part for anyone who wanted to take part, but it just it begs to try to catch you know the next hot game as it comes out. But that, that trend is going to continue through the board. I'll get back to it in a second. Hate Prime, we talked, we touched on last week. It's done 5,400 ETH over the weekend, holding steady at an 8 ETH floor here pre-reveal. Definitely have some concerns about how that's going to handle or hold up uh, post-reveal. Little Heroes is kind of the, the standard for what can happen, what can go wrong on reveal when it's not well-received from the market. Little Heroes was up around 3.5, 4 ETH floor, pre-reveal. It's now sitting at 1.69. Um, so this is a scenario we see quite a bit uh, on the pre-reveal, post-reveal price action. Unfortunately, that, that price got hit fairly hard. But back on the, the gaming and, and P2E, so Mecha Apes is a new project that came out just a few days ago. They've already done 3,300 ETH at a 0 0.844. I want to say you could get in at 0.07. That was the mint. So this is already 12X from mint in just three days. So clearly the, the big money-making opportunities are still actively present uh, in the NFT space if you can find them and play them correctly. Um, I don't know a ton about this game. As I understand it, it is kind of a, another P2E metaverse type uh, type game so as we learn more we'll we'll share metroverse is another one kind of in the same uh genre it's a land trading strategy game it has its own token the the met token it's sitting at a 1.6 floor and has done 3200 ETH uh, over the weekend a few other new projects uh that dropped here this week that i'll highlight the killer gf just came out last night wasn't on my radar. It's done 3,100 ETH already, uh, and the floor hit one. So clearly some strong demand for the Killer GF project. I want to say it, it also might be benefiting from that anime craze that we're kind of seeing right now. And then the Cool Monkeys Genesis, another one that I kind of slept on a bit, has done 2,700 ETH, and that floor is up in the 0.8s, uh, which is another 10x or so from where it was. So some some strong movers on the board. And I think the other th a few themes here is it's new, new projects for the most part, you know, other than the punks and the apes, it's all the new stuff that's running right now. And then if you have the anime or the P2E buzzword tied to your project, uh, it's a strong indicator for success. That's what the market's hungry for right now. All right, that's the IC board. Let's go ahead and move into one of ones. A couple I want to highlight. Uh, we really haven't seen that many big sales in the last few weeks. Um, so I'm going to start by showing this piece from Robness, Robness Official on Twitter. Uh, it has the, I want to say there's a Chinese characters in the title, but it's John McAfee, a futurist, a futurist portrait of John McAfee gone cyber pop style. So uh, this is one of the first times, you know, I've kind of coming across this whole cyberpunk style. It's definitely interesting. It's a catchy piece. It definitely looks cool. This one sold for 77 ETH, almost $200,000. Uh, 
uh, just a couple of days ago. And look, we've got our old friend Starry Night uh, bidding on the piece, but but didn't win it. Uh, hid with a, a commanding bid there at 77. But this was not the top sale uh, of the weekend. So Searlight, you know, a recurring theme, quickly cementing themselves as one of the top selling one of one crypto artists in this space. The piece High Rise, a rainy night at the busy center of High Rise City, the perfect time to listen to some lo-fi beats in the rain. This piece sold for 104.5 ETH, $283,000 here uh, just four days ago. So I think this sold Friday after our show, which is why we didn't cover it. Searlight having a great start to the year, also a great start to the Capsule House project and its year. So I'm gonna go ahead and show the Capsule project page again from Flipstop Finance. Uh, I love the visualizations and the charts that Flips has. It's some of, of the best looking out there right now. So I'm going to show three charts. Uh, we see just some basic information up top, 2.3 floor, up about 20%, really in the last day. So let's take a look at the, the floor price. So early in the month, you know, we started 1.3. We marched all the way up to two, kind of slowly fell back down before really ripping up the last three days, up to about a 2.4 floor here. Uh, at one point this morning. Well, let's look at some of the other metrics tied to that. Holder count, steady for the entire month until two days ago, it went parabolic uh, up from about 3,000 to over 3,300, which is a huge increase in just a single day. So clearly a lot of new buyers getting involved to the project, which we like to see, but also means they're coming in with a higher average cost basis, meaning they're, they're less likely you know, to flip and, and sell here in the low twos, more likely to hold till you know, the next leg up. And then uh, arguably the, the most important uh, data and indicators here, the number listed. We see the number listed was around 1100. It dipped during that first run, slowly went back up. It's fallen off a cliff over the last five days, down below 800 listings when I checked 8% of total supply. Why is that important? Again, the number listed is a great indicator for how quickly the floor prices can rise. You know, as big buying action comes in and listing velocity doesn't keep up with the buying, we see the numbers listed plummet, the floor prices rocket up. So some really strong data and metrics here for the Capsule House project. Really interested to see where this one's going to go here in the near term. Part of the speculation of the hype is the first reveal for the yokais of the project. The PFPs are hatching and launching here uh, by the end of this month. Uh, I think maybe on the 30th or the 31st, we'll, in the show notes, we'll, we'll cover the, the actual date. But a lot to be excited for for CAPS holders right now. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at WGMI and go around the horn on our blue chip PFPs and our blocks floors. We're gonna start with PFPs and today I want to focus on the 30-day change. So I was talking to a friend in Discord yesterday, and we were talking about, you know, essentially how well have NFT floor prices held up compared to, you know, the ETH dip that we've seen in the past 30 days. So ETH is down, what, you know, 40 to 50% in the last month. You know, what does that mean for some of the NFT products? Well, in general, it's been overwhelmingly positive. So Board Apes up 58% on the 30-day. Cyber Kong's Genesis at 83, up 
on the 30-day. CryptoPunks at 76, up 11%. That's generally the theme that we're going to see. Let's keep going down. The mutant apes, of course, are going to stay tracking to the board eight floor. I, I've gotten pegged at five to one. If it's below five to one, it seems like there's going to be room to run above uh, five to one or below rather, then they could start to decrease. They're at 17.8, up 80% on the month. Cool Cats starting to run here this morning, actually, at the 13.5 floor, up 84% on the month, ahead of that Cool Pets drop at the end of this week. Uh, just covering a few more. We've got the Doodles at nine, up 114% on the 30-day. One of the biggest winners of the month, even though they're down from that all-time high around 12. The Cyber Kongs, another almost plus 100% on the month. Um, we've got World of Women, th the biggest winner of our you know blue chip PFPs, up 300% on the 30-day. Clone X is up 45%. Uh, board Ape Kennel Club up 57% here. Um, let's just go to the bottom and check in on our old friends, the Meebits and the Toads. Meebits up 32% at 375. So, you know, a, a, good, a good month for the stable coin. And then Cryptoads 2.65 up 20% on the month, but clearly still outperforming the rest of the, <coughs> of the market here. All right. So basically every blue chip pfp or <clears throat> you know top floor price is up pretty significantly on the 30 day uh, which is great to see let's check in on art blocks <clears throat> and see if it's the same story or not so fidenza top of the board at 72 they're up nine percent on the month elevated deconstructions at 55 down eight percent ringers at 38 basically even up one percent on the month let's scroll down archetypes at 12.9, down 13% on the month. Subscapes 9.75, up 20%. Unigrids at nine, down 25%. Uh, just a few more here we'll cover. Meridians at, at six, up 20% on the month. Squiggles there at 5.8, up 14%. So basically, our blocks have kind of chopped a, a bit of green, a bit of red, but overall volume has been uh, pretty low. And that's, I think, the biggest factor in us not really seeing a, a higher run up in some of these floors because these floors are very thin if there's really any buying action at all you know we could see some really fast growth but it hasn't come in so uh, checking in on yesterday's curated drop we had cosmic reef come out from leo villarreal yesterday you know with all the news with the bear market going on i think it got slept on it got all the way down it minted out at 0 0.4 uh you know the lowest mint price that we've had since gazers down significantly from the previous curated, which minted out at 2.4. Um, the secondary action wasn't great. It dipped down to around 0.3. I want to say it, it did since rebound overnight. Uh, it's back at around 0.5. I still say most minters are still uh, in the red slightly. Uh, I'll be curious to see if that runs up a bit more here uh, in the next few days. All right, that's our blocks. With a few minutes left, uh, I want to talk about cool pets. Um, the companion drop for Cool Cats, which has been highly anticipated. So uh, a few links to show here, um, showing this link from Cooltopia, the Cool Cats page. So what is a cool pet? Cool pets are the coolest and cutest little pets you've ever seen. Plus they have some pretty sweet abilities. How do I get one? So all the Cool Cat holders are able to claim one pet for free. If you're on the allow list, you're able to purchase one for 0.5 during a larger window. 
and then pending however many are left after the allow list holders mint, there will be a public mint at that same 0.5 ETH price. So I haven't really been tracking the volume uh, on the allow list. I've seen a lot of raffles and whatnot for those spots. So I'm, I'm doubting there's going to be a whole lot less for the public mint. I certainly would expect a gas war. It will be nice to see uh, if there's any bit of a secondary market ahead of that public mint to see kind of how uh, these are being valued. Um, so overall, 20,000 cool pets in total. Um, so what makes these cool? Using the marketplace, you can purchase items for your pet, interact with them to help them grow, send them on quests to earn the milk token and other sweet loot. In the future, we'll have housing, battling, and bigger adventures. So essentially, the, the pets are the introduction of the Cool Cats project into Play to Earn and uh, tokenomics. I think there's also some DeFi staking uh, mechanisms at play here as well. Um, so you can, the, the key to evolve the pet is to interact with it. I'm gonna check in on a few tweets. Um, we, don't, we don't make the Twitter names. We don't choose, uh, this is the best source for the information from horndog.eth. It will take 70 items to fully evolve your cool cat's cool pet. Um, so, you know, likely not that heavily time intensive on a day-to-day -day basis, but certainly it takes some commitment to do 70 interactions with the pet to watch them grow from egg to hatching to hatched and then ultimately their final form. So a bit of work is required on these. I think there is a renting function for cool cats holders where they can rent their pets out to other owners as well. Uh, but I also want to touch on the milk token and some of the tokenomics here. So how much milk does my cool cat earn? We see the different tiers. Um, so the lowest tier is going to get about 1,050 milk tokens per day. Uh, the higher tier closer to about 1,400 or 1,500 tokens will be earned every day. So that's a lot of tokens per day. I'm uh, very curious what that will mean for the market valuation of this token. Out of the gate, you know, have to imagine it's going to be, you know, 10 cents or below, uh, but man, if it holds up in that range at all, we're talking about some, some real passive income. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really curious to see how the market will, you know, demand this milk token, how it will be used in interacting with the pets uh, and where this goes, as this is really one of the first premier blue chip PFPs from our legacy days to introduce uh, a P2E game and some tokenomics so there's gonna be a lot of eyes on this i imagine we'll see some hype on the cool cats here this week i wouldn't be surprised if that floor runs uh to 16 even up to potentially you know 17 18 by friday all right 32 minutes just above our our 30 minute goal we covered a lot that is our show for today as always thanks to our listeners and viewers for tuning in Join Brett Ritchie and myself on Friday to break down this week's action in NFTs. Till then, stay safe out there. Let's hope this NFT bull market rages on. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.